When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Long Acres Finance Channel. It's time to take a look at my top 10 high-yield dividend stocks that I will be buying in February. Every month, I run a screener to find the best high-quality dividend-paying stocks that look the most attractive right now. My top 10 high-yield picks for January finished last month with a total return of 3.69%, beating Vanguard's high-yield ETF, ticker symbol VYM, by 4.22%, and the popular S&P ETF, ticker symbol SPY, by 8.96%. A very strong start to the year for the watchlist. Hopefully this trend will continue throughout the year as well. Let's take a look at what stocks my process is pointing to for February, and then I'll talk more about the overall strategy and past performance. The top 10 high-yield dividend stocks chosen this month are Morgan Stanley, T. Rowe Price Group, Restaurant Brands, Toronto Dominion Bank, U.S. Bank, The Royal Bank of Canada, Amgen, Best Buy, 3M Company, and Snap-on Incorporated. The average dividend yield for all 10 companies at month-end January was 3.41%. A pretty solid starting dividend yield for this group of quality dividend growers. Dividend yield theory suggests that all 10 companies are potentially undervalued right now. And I am also forecasting a long-term rate of return for each stock of at least 12%. To make it onto this watchlist, a stock must pay at least a 2.75% dividend yield. They must have a payout ratio below 100%. A positive 5-year dividend revenue and earnings per share growth rate. I filter out companies with market caps below $10 billion and I look for businesses with economic moats and strong management teams. These filters produced a short list of 34 dividend-paying stocks for February. To trim this list to just my top 10 ideas, I first rank all of the stocks on the above metrics and their current valuation. Then I compute a forecasted rate of return for the next 5 years and annualize that return. To choose my top 10 stocks, I go down the list in order of rank, selecting only those companies that are forecasted to return at least 12% per year or more. For February, I skipped over 5 higher ranked stocks to make my selections because the forecaster rate of return wasn't attractive enough. My return forecast is quite simple. I take the forecasted 5 year earnings per share growth rate and I add a return to fair value plus the current dividend yield. This is just an approximation and not a guarantee that any given stock will actually hit this estimate. So far this strategy has worked out quite well for me, but that does not guarantee it will continue to work in the future. I personally like this automated stock selection process. It completely removes my personal emotions from the decision-making process. I'm sharing this strategy with you, not so that you can invest in the same stocks I am investing in, but more for educational purposes. By seeing how I structure my investing plan, you can borrow what you like and fit it into a plan that suits your investing style and long-term goals. Even though my process may sound complicated, the main objective is quite simple. I seek to invest in quality companies, and I like to buy shares at attractive prices. I continue to do this month after month and watch my portfolio and dividend income grow. Alright, let's talk about the top 10 stocks for February a little more now. The best dividend yields in February are offered by Toronto Dominion at 4.54% and the Royal Bank of Canada at 4.28%. Restaurant Brands is not too far behind with a 3.86% dividend yield. Three more companies offer a 3% plus dividend yield. 3M's yield is 3.63%. Amgen's yield is 3.39% and U.S. Bank's yield is 3.17%. This leaves the remaining 4 stocks with a sub-3% dividend yield. T. Rowe Price Group, which has been a regular high-growth dividend stock on the other monthly watchers I track, offers a 2.88% dividend yield. 
A very poor return in January drove the dividend yield of this financial stock high enough to make the cut for the high yield watches this month. Best Buy offers a 2.87% dividend yield, which is better than last month's yield of 2.76%. Morgan Stanley and Snap-on barely made the cut this month as both companies offer a 2.75% dividend yield. To compute the current valuation for each stock, I like to use dividend yield theory. The theory is quite simple. You compare the current dividend yield to the trailing dividend yield. And if the current dividend yield is higher than the trailing dividend yield, the stock is potentially undervalued, and vice versa. In the past, I used to use the current and trailing dividend yield to compute the over or undervaluation. But now, I use the current dividend amount and the trailing dividend yield to compute a fair price for each stock, and I compare the fair price to the actual price. It's a very similar computation that results in about the same valuation as comparing both dividend yields. All 10 stocks this month appear to be potentially undervalued, with restaurant brands looking the cheapest at about 35% undervalued, to US Bank that looks the least cheap at about 11% undervalued. This valuation method, like any other valuation method, is just an approximation. Anytime you value a company, you are required to make an assumption. In the case of dividend yield theory, I am assuming that these companies will return to their trailing dividend yields in the future. There's no guarantee this will happen. But the way I look at it is at the very least I am picking up shares of these companies at better than average dividend yields over the past 5 years. Because this valuation method is just an assumption, I don't solely base my investing decision on this metric. I instead look for the best quality companies, and ones that I estimate will offer me my desired 12% annual return in the future. I have invested in potentially overvalued companies in the past, and I will certainly do so in the future, if the expected rate of return makes sense. February will be the 16th month that I am running this watchlist, and the past 15 months have been pretty great. The watchlist has a cumulative return of 52.5%, which is better than VYM and SPY. In fact, this return is 6.77% higher than VYM, and 12.24% higher than SPY. On an annualized basis, the watchlist is returning 40.16%. This is the equivalent annual return I would need to generate to have a 52.5% cumulative return over 15 months, including compounding. As of right now, the 40.16 annualized return is far above my target 12%, but late 2020 and early 2021 were exceptional times for high-quality dividend stocks. I presume the future may not be as rosy, but I have faith in my approach. The 10 chosen stocks for January performed very well last month. The best return came from ViacomCBS that added 10.83%. The second best stock was MT Bank with a gain of 10.29%. Lockheed Martin finished in a close third place with a gain of 9.49%. We also saw a strong return from Philip Morris of 8.26%, and great results from Toronto Dominion and Morgan Stanley of 5.29 and 5.18% respectively. Mgen was the last January pick with a positive return, adding 0.96%. The final three selections all finished the month in the red. Best Buy lost 2.28%, Franklin Resources lost 4.54%, and 3M finished dead last with a loss of 6.54%. It's very hard to only pick winners, but I am very pleased with the collective results for the January watchlist. I have been tracking the long-term annualized rate of return for each individual watchlist since November of 2020. This assumes you invested equally amongst all the chosen stocks for a given month, and never added or sold any positions, all the while reinvesting dividends right back into the same stocks. Thus far, every watchlist with the exception of June 2021 has an annualized rate of return above 12%, The June 2021 watchlist is very close with a return of 11.99%. The watchlist also only has 8 months of return history, and since my 12% annual goal is a long-term goal, it wouldn't be fair to judge the results of the watchlist on short-term performance. Thus far, only the first 4 watchlists have at least 12 months of history, and the annualized performance for each is quite high. 
the November 2020 watchlist has an annualized return of 38.03%, the December 2020 watchlist has an annualized return of 28.21%, the January 2021 watchlist has an annualized return of 25.72%, and the February 2021 watchlist has an annualized return of 28.24%. The March 2021 watchlist is also on pace for a strong annualized return. And then the watchlist returns dip a little, with the April 2021 to September 2021 watchlist all in the mid to low teens. I would like to see that each watchlist can hit the 12% target after 5 years have gone by, and that the streak will continue well beyond the 5 years as well. Over the past 15 months, the watchlist has seen 52 unique high yield dividend stocks. Of these 52 stocks, only 4 have a negative return since joining the watchlist. And of those 4, 2 were added in January, so they have a relatively short track record. The best watchlist stock thus far has been Bank of Montreal, that is up 99.27% since joining. CBS is in a close second place with a total return of 95.71%, and Principal Financial Group is also right up there with a 95.62% total return. Two more stocks are up in the 80% range. Toronto Dominion has a total return of 89.74%, and the Bank of Nova Scotia has a total return of 81.17%. The average total return for all 52 stocks is just shy of 35%. If I average out the total return by the number of months that have passed since each stock joined the watchlist, the average monthly return is 2.08%. It's certainly been an exceptional run over the last 15 months, and while I don't think we will see such high results in the long term, I am optimistic this watchlist will continue to deliver strong results. Thank you for watching, don't forget to like and subscribe, and see you next time.